Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast today. We're going to talk about when it's okay to use leverage. Before I do that, though, guys, the live event is coming up September 9th. We've got the date set. We're lining up some awesome people to come talk. It is the live event of the year. And as of right now, which is a Thursday, uh, the Thursday, the 22nd, we got 28 tickets left. And there's no room for any more. And if you haven't been, you got to go. If you've been there before, we know you're coming back because it's such an awesome time. So uh, don't wait because those 28 tickets should go fast and the price will be going up on them July 1st. So get up there, get that done, and uh, come hang out with us. Cool. Happy Friday, sir. Hey, happy Friday. Well, I guess it's happy Thursday, but we're talking in advance because we can tell the future. Yeah, can we? I, I, <laughs> I don't I know mean, where you're going with that. but uh, Yeah, I, I was thinking that maybe we could. I, we had a bet there that it would sell out by July 1st. It's getting really close. We're moving through the tickets, you know, less than... You're over 70% gone. That's great. And I'm getting the love and getting the emails, getting told, hey, I'm going to be there. Can't wait to see you because that is always probably a highlight of our year. Yeah. Yeah. And at, at this rate, you know, the sales rate that's going on, if it stays the same, it will be sold out by July 1st. Okay. Um, I'm hoping it stays the same. I mean, if don't don't wait, I guess is the... Uh, yeah. The, not, I'm not trying to tell you a sense of urgency to sell tickets, but I'm saying if you want to be there, you need yeah. to buy a ticket quick because yeah. it will sell out. Yep. That's good. Yeah. That's good. So today, adding leverage to our business. When is the right time? Is there a right time? Should you do it? And I think that's an important question because across the niche, it's not really been talked about very much. Um. I, well, when you're new, everyone's like, stay away from it. I agree. I mean, at least when we came up, like, I don't know anyone who used leverage back then. I mean, like very rarely. Yeah. If they did, it was small. It yeah. was, And it, was, it wasn't talked about. But I think for good point, a good reasoning, you don't want to have a bunch of leverage that you can't afford and you don't know exactly what you're doing with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's pretty solid advice, actually, when you're first getting started, because you're new to this. You have so many things to figure out and worrying about making a bank note, bank payment. Uh So it doesn't necessarily need to be one of those things. Yeah. So the question becomes is when is the right time to add it? Because that's it's easy to say, hey, you're new. You don't know what you're doing. Don't don't go take up a bunch of bank money that's going to ruin you financially if you don't figure this out. Mm-hmm. So when is the right time? Uh, are you asking hypothetically? No, or I'm, at, no, no. I'm, I'm like asking you for the exact date in your yeah. business time that you do it. And, yeah. and I think it's a, I think that's the, I kind of want the direction of the show to go into is, you know, most of our listeners that while they range from being somewhat new, most have been around a little bit. Some teeter with the idea. They've probably used private money um, or they, or they start using some bank money. And I, I know we, we used to hear the fallacy is that, no banks lend on land, and that's why we're able to sell solar financing. Well, they don't mm-hmm. lend on desert squares, but they do live on quality. They do lend on quality assets, mm-hmm. and so I think it's the, the question becomes: is hey, maybe what's the roadmap or uh, shameless plug blueprint for the um, the time to to add that lever that leverage in, and what does that actually look like for you? Yeah. I think the probably the most vague answer, but probably the right answer is when you're ready. <laughs> okay. Because you. You got to be able to look at a property on one aspect, look at a property, know confidently what it's worth and know what you're buying it for and and knowing that 
hey, I'm not going to lose on this. So I, okay. I, I can take that leverage risk if it's available to do. Okay. And so I guess, I guess, so uh, with that thought process, is it better to use non-recourse money, like private money from somebody else or go into it and go to a bank or, or what kind of money would you start with? What would be your first business? Well, if I'm working through the steps as a new person, you know, I'm paying cash for things. And then okay. if I'm moving up, I'm probably trying to build that confidence. So I'm partnering with people. Okay. And then as I get through there, now I've got money coming in. Okay. I know the market well. I know what properties are to buy and sell that aren't going to be a problem. Like uh-huh. at, at that point, in my opinion, it's okay to take on that bank note. Okay. So I and, I'm, I, and so I want to break down the, the types of leverage that are out there for us. So you have non-recourse that you could go get from private money lender. Like, hey, if the guy won't do 50-50 at JV with you, will they do it at a loan rate? Hey, will you, will you loan it to me at a certain percentage as long as I need it and I pay interest or whatever that may be? Um, second way to get easy money is credit cards that you can take cash advances off of, line of credits uh, that, that, that sometimes doubles most, or getting a business line of credit that you can use, or actually taking a mortgage on the actual property itself. So to me, at the, at, and I, I like where you went that, hey, if I have cash afforded not, I go with a JV partner. And then I would probably go to the bank after my business has been up and going and I'm feeling confident. Say year, end of year one, apply for a business credit card or apply for a business line of credit and see what you can get with what your business is doing at that point. And then going from there, when you get into the bigger stuff that you really need a big mortgage, start working on those banking relationships. Yeah. With the line of credit or like a note you take, that's why I said like when you're ready, because your business is, you've got properties or buying and selling, money's coming in and you're not having to like worry about making payments. Yeah. I think if, I think, yeah, I I agree with you. Um, I I took my first loan out for land was uh, four months into my flipping journey. And I had to, I went to Lightstream and got a, a, a signature loan that I signed for for twenty five grand to pay myself back the twenty five grand I had I'd sold on notes, and then I arbitraged the difference between the two of them, mm-hmm. and that was my first dabble in that. Looking back, would you say I recommend that to everybody? Would no, because I could pay, I could make the payments because I had pre sold the land, mm-hmm. and so I basically wrapped the notes myself or had created some kind of seasoning and then and 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 took the cash out so. That twenty five grand cost me seven hundred and fifty dollars a month on a two year note, and I had fourteen hundred dollars a month coming in for the next five years. So I knew if even half my notes failed, I'd still had money to cover the note, but I had my twenty five grand to go invest with again. And so I did it that way, and it worked really well for me. So, but I, 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 I don't know everybody's um, attention to detail or discipline when it comes to making their bills and their payments. So, do you? live off the 700 or do you go ahead and get a couple months ahead and and make sure the $700 arbitrage or, or work or work around you know what else is there just like okay let me see what's going on mm-hmm. so i can't speak for everybody's prudence in their money in their money business yeah and i would say being ahead is probably the key like even yeah. when we take a big leverage note from the bank for like a subdivide mm-hmm. we've got the money raised there so and it's essentially one year's of payments which gives you two years without having to make a payment. yeah because right? yeah when they're annualized payments and they hit they make that first payment at month 12 you wouldn't be making your next payment to month 24 and hopefully yeah. you're out of it by then yeah but we can confidently do that because a we know we've yeah. done it long enough to recognize it's a good property it's probably yeah. going to sell the comps are strong we've bought it right underwritten it based on the experience, right, that we yeah. know what things will sell for. And so, like, that point, when you have the money raised and you're confident in your product, mm-hmm. not that big a deal. Yep. But if you're going back to, like, you're, you're new and you're looking at a million-dollar subdivide going, yeah, I'm going to subdivide this thing, of course I can take on the bank, and you may not know what you're doing. No, you're exactly right. And I think the hard part for me is when I hear leverage, I automatically go back to the times where people were over-leveraged 
and they lose everything inside of that because they're trying to play the shell game just to keep everything moving. And I think that's a bad position to get into. So like thinking about some of these subdivides that we do with having that money raised up front, you know, we've had a subdivide that we made our first payment on it because it was annualized. It was 90 grand. Mm-hmm. And that was, that's, you know, write a check for 90 grand over 12 months. That's a, it's not fun. <laughs> and, and so when you think about that, it's like, how do I keep from that happening? Well, I knew that was going into it. I had that money set aside up front and I can keep going with the other business and it doesn't slow anything down. Everything's still moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're, I guess ultimately the goal is to sell it before you have to make that payment, right? Yes. But however, you don't have to so much worry about it because it is there. And it sucks because you're like, well, you know, we had to spend that. Yeah. But you're not stressed about, well, shit, let me call up all the investors. Hey, guys, I need uh, <laughs> 10, 20, 30, 40 from each of you right now. We need now. a cash raise real quick. I I think and, and it, during that time, interest rates went through the roof. Um, and so for us, we had a low a low interest loan on that. I could only imagine, well, I can, I can do the math, but if it was what, interest rates are today on on that loan our payment would have been a hundred and sixty thousand dollars so that that tells you the difference of what the interest rate just plays into that yeah yeah imagine that eleven thousand dollars a month to to have the 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 paper on a deal so you can actually do the deal it's like half half your uh, house payment my house payment uh-huh. <laughs> um living, no, in, a, living uh, in the mansion i live in a shack mr <laughs> custom house built and that's that's i mean that's a good thing your house is about done and that's that's fun yeah exciting yeah. they've been following the show for the last 18 months <laughs> <laughs> yeah well it should be moving in on the 30th or we'll move in the first but it's, okay. not, it's supposed to be completed on the 30th finally yay yeah. that's exciting it's exciting yeah so Getting back to this, when is the right time? You think when you think you you're ready? When when you're when you're ready. Okay. The answer. I mean, you can't say one year in. Yeah, I think I think that there's some softer ways you can do it. I think that there has to be a, a true thought process. So for for a new person, you need to understand assets. Like Adam said, you need to understand that there is a payment involved with it. Um, but you also got to understand that there you're probably gonna need to do it a little bit before you you have it all figured out. Like. If you get a big deal in this, the, the way that you can leverage the, the the whole purpose of this is you can use less cash out of pocket to get more money back and get into a deal that you didn't have. So you know a little bit of cost of doing business there. If you pay, you know, hundred thousand dollar property, you you get nine percent interest on it or twenty percent depending on where you go, and you sell it in six months. It cost you ten grand to do that deal that you would have otherwise let go. And so if it makes hundred and eighty thousand dollars back, your twenty grand in interest, whatever that number was, you, you arbitrage you made made three X on your money. So it's a good way to start uh, keeping that same multiplier, that same value with less cash. Yeah. Agreed. So I don't know, man, I don't know much to talk to what else to talk about on that. <laughs> I mean, no, it's, it's a good question to answer. Okay. And to, and to talk about because when we got started, it was just one of the thing. Like, yeah, you, you don't talk about it as much like you do now. Right. Yeah. Uh, you were kind of warned away from it. And I think when we started talking about this, other podcasts were like, well, those guys are going to lose, yeah. lose everything. I remember that, that we, uh, we did have that conversation. They said, Oh, take you to go out and get million dollars in debt. And you're just going to bank's going to come <laughs> knock on your door and lose everything. And I think that there's a, there's a responsible way to do anything like with anything this easy. I, I like the idea of using a little bit of leverage in some cash deals. That way you're making your cash on cash return a little bit higher and you still have the money there to, to offset it. So like, uh, by, for instance, say if it's a hundred thousand dollar deal, I may use a piece of my line of credit that's got thirty grand and, and pull that out, and so now I only have seventy of my cash into the deal, and I have thirty thousand line of credit. If that deal makes a hundred thousand dollars profit, now I've off the seventy grand, I've made a hundred thousand profit versus off the thirty mm-hmm. or the full hundred. 
So a little bit better percentage return, but allows me to do some other stuff in the business as well. Yeah. yeah that's what I like about it. I mean, it can be scary, but there's really no sense in being scared, especially, I mean, if you're new and you have that opportunity to use it, you may want to talk to someone, maybe yeah. you double check. Yeah. But I, when the uh, money came out for COVID, I took one of those notes. It was a 30 year amortization at three and a half, like three and a quarter percent. I mean, so for 700 bucks a month, I get 150,000 bucks. Can't really beat that. Mm-mm. How many times can I turn that in that 30 years that I'm going to pay that thing, take to pay that thing back, especially at that interest rate? Yeah. I, I would be willing to bet that hundred and well, I shouldn't say somebody's going to take me up on the bet. I'm using that just kind of figuratively, I guess. Um, the, that 150,000, I bet it brings back 5 million bucks over the course of this thing. Definitely can. So yeah, fun stuff. Yeah, for sure. All right. I think we said enough, right? We got the point across. It's yes, good sir. To go. Um, so want to hit it one more time, but live event, you're not going to want to miss it. Nope. I promise you. So uh, get out there and buy it. Like I said, as of right now, 28 tickets, but I uh, do expect them to go. So um, go do that. And then, as always, go to Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube. Go to like, follow, subscribe. And then go to iTunes. Go to Stitcher. Go to wherever else you're listening. Like, wherever you can subscribe to the show. Appreciate it. Love you. See you next Friday. See you guys.